What's good, baby? Yeah, it's time to go. Come and kick it with the host with the most mojo. Got the number one daily podcast in the game. MC Maddie Pace, I came to entertain. Your one-stop shop for everything dope. Make you laugh, make you think, and I'll even give you hope. So while you're laid back with your phone in your palm, subscribe and log on, MaddieMoShow.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, kicking off episode 1097, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 1097, where I'm about to bring you a nice little slice of Sunye Heaven. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Matty Mo Show, thank you for letting me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Matty Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening download. No, but without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and Pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 1097. Well, I'm about to give you a nice little slice of Sunye heaven. Why? Because it is none other than Sunye Inspirations, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Hello and welcome to the number one way to end your day and week while we kick it off fresh with another iconic edition of Sunye Inspirations Best Baby. Whereas always, I have some positive, inspiring, impacting, and empowering feel-good news stories that you will not hear anywhere else. I guarantee. It. Now, all the stories for tonight's Epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org, so be sure to go on and check them out, but without any further ado, let's jump into the first story of the night now, shall we? Now, this first story I selected is one that'll shock you and also warm your heart. As millions of people are affected by cancer each year, not only is the disease itself unbearable, but the financial burden that it places and leaves on families is even worse. Get ready to be moved as you hear the actions that one doctor took to help those families and erase all of their debt entitled. This Arkansas doctor forgave $650,000 in medical bills for cancer patients to kick off 2021. Published by Judy Cole, January 12, 2021. If a cancer diagnosis is a patient's worst nightmare, not being able to afford life-saving treatment is a close second. When one oncologist recently forgave all his patients outstanding debts, you might say he took bedside manner to a whole new level. Dr. Omar Atik founded the Arkansas Cancer Clinic in 1991. Over the years, countless patients have received everything from diagnostics to radiation and chemotherapy at the Pine Bluff facility. In February of 2020, the clinic closed due to staffing shortages. At the time, there was close to $650,000 in outstanding patient debt on the books. Dr. Atik attributed the large sum to the fact that no patient was ever denied treatment regardless of whether or not they could pay for it. Not for lack of health insurance or funds, nor for any other reason, he told the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I've always considered it a high honor and privilege to be someone's physician, more important than anything else. Originally from Pakistan, after completing his fellowship at New York City's Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, Dr. Atik accepted a job offer in Arkansas. He says that fateful relocation proved to be a life-changing decision. In 2013, Dr. Atik was named president of the Arkansas Medical Society. Five years later, he became chairman-elect of the Board of Governors of the American College of Physicians. He credits much of his success to being in the right place at the right time. 
time. I believe the opportunities that have come my way are, in part, because of where I am, he explained. After the clinic closed last year, Dr. Atik attempted to settle the debts. He soon realized that many of the folks he treated didn't have the means to pay, especially with so much added financial hardship brought on by the coronavirus pandemic. So with the blessing of his wife, Maureen, he simply elected to stop asking. My wife and I, as a family, we thought about it and looked at forgiving all the debt. We saw that we could do it and then just went ahead and did it, Dr. Atik told Good Morning America. Christmas week, Dr. Atik sent out holiday cards to nearly 200 of his former patients that read, The Arkansas Cancer Clinic was proud to have you as a patient. Although various health insurances pay most of the bills for the majority of patients, even the deductibles and co-pays can be burdensome. The clinic has decided to forego all balances owed to the clinic by its patients. Even though he's no longer treating his patients, Dr. Atik found one final way to practice some kindness and compassion on their behalf. I just hope that it gave them a little sigh of relief and made it easier for them so they could face other challenges they may be facing in their lives. And all I can say is wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What an absolutely incredible doctor and man to do such a remarkable thing for people who he treated and helped save. If only more people in hospitals could make the burden of cancer treatment and many other diseases relieved, that'd be even more amazing. But that being said, what a phenomenal story and what a way to kick things off on today's show, am I right? Now it's time to roll into our second featured story and this one right here is very relatable and will also show you that time is more on your side than you may think even if at times it feels differently. Get ready for this one entitled Young Man Overcomes Illness by Learning Skills from a Near-Dead Art, Watchmaking, published by Judy Cole, January 13th, 2021. After Ruben Scoots contracted a series of wasting tropical illnesses while on an eight-month backpacking trip through Latin America, he found himself with nothing but time on his hands. The 27-year-old Canberra man dropped 35 pounds from his formerly lean athletic frame and was so weak he could barely make it out of bed. In pretty much constant pain, Scoots became addicted to opiates. He lost his barista job and eventually stopped pursuing his course of study in nutrition at the university that he was attending. Scoots conceded that life as he'd known it was over. Even though he knew he'd have to chart a different course, the depression he was mired in had left him rudderless until the day something small piqued his attention and led to an epiphany that would change his life forever. A friend who'd come to visit was wearing a mechanical glass-backed watch, its movement visible. Scoots was fascinated by the synchronicity of all the tiny parts working together that made it run. Although watchmaking had never been a pursuit, he realized not only was it something that he could attempt during his recovery, it was something that truly appealed to him. I really wanted to be doing something with my hands, making, Scoots told ABC Canberra, but I didn't realize that's what I wanted to do until I actually became sick and everything that I was doing or had was stripped away from me. Besides being time-consuming, the 200-something gear art of watchmaking known as horology is tremendously precise. Scoots drove headlong into the study, apprenticing himself to the techniques of posthumous master watchmaker George Daniels, a man famous for his stunning handmade creations. Scoot says he's aware of only two other watchmakers besides himself who have completed a timepiece made to Daniel's specifications. 
It's a process of trial and error, of making and remaking, a process that in many ways mirrors Scoot's remarking of his entire life. He's also come to understand how his own experience might serve as a positive example to those struggling with pandemic-related loneliness and adversity. I think that a lot of people are feeling very negative and don't like this isolation or this time to yourself. Change hurts, he said, but they undervalue or underestimate the value of downtime and I think people are scared to be with themselves. Evolution comes out of downtime. 2,500 hours into his project, Scoots is just two pieces shy of completing his very first 100% handmade watch. The work isn't physically taxing, but it requires focus and concentration unlike any other. While Scoots often has to rest, he appreciates the steady course this new version of his life is taking because with patience and perseverance, he's got every reason to believe time will be on his side. So there you have it, another beautiful story and one that to me is quite moving. If you'd like to check out the featured images from this story and many more, you can even go to Ruben's Instagram account at rubenscoots slash Instagram and that is R-E-U-B-E-N-S-C-H-O-O-T-S on Instagram. But now ladies and gentlemen, it is time to bring you the third and final story of this week's impressive show and this one is very heartwarming as well. Friendships can be a difficult thing to sustain at times, whether it be distance, life, or whatever else may get in the way, but for these two women, they formed a bond unlike no other that has been going strong for 70 years and counting. The way it began will wow you as well. Get ready to hear all about it in this final story entitled, these women have been pen pals for 70 years, forging a true friendship from 10,000 miles away. Published by Judy Cole, January 14th, 2021. Everybody allows that the talent of writing agreeable letters is peculiarly female, Jane Austen wrote in North Angel Abbey. For proof, one only has to look to pen pals Jill Stretton and Kathy Alexander, who've maintained a faithful correspondence for seven decades while living half a world apart. The long-lived letter-writing relationship began in 1950 when 12-year-old Stretton, who hails from Australia, was given Alexandra's, then Macintosh, address by a family friend who'd recently returned from a visit to Scotland. Back in the day, it could take up to six weeks for a long-distance airmail letter to reach its destination, but the pair felt an instant rapport after the first communication that's only grown stronger with time. Though the two women didn't meet in person until 1982, they feel as if they truly grew up with one another, sharing life's milestones through their letters. She is just like one of the family, Stratton told ABC North Queensland, and we are still as together as we ever were 70 years ago. It is quite an achievement. Stratton and Alexander reunited two more times, once in 1988 and again in 2000, and have never stopped writing one another. Along with hopes, dreams, plans, photos, and family updates through the years, their missives have sometimes contained small mementos that have gone on to become cherished family keepsakes. While they still write letters and send holiday packages with technology omnipresent, Stratton and Alexander have bowed at least somewhat to the times, although video calls are a complete washout. <laughs> For longer episodes, they've resorted to the internet, but they affirm that nothing takes the place of a handwritten note. We do tend at the moment to send postcards 
records of where we have been and what we are doing rather than write big letters because we email now, Stratton admitted, adding cheekily, aren't we clever? The distance is nothing when one has a motive, Jane Austen also wrote. For dedicated lifelong pen pals Stratton and Alexander, that bit of wisdom has proved true as well. So there you have it, and like I said, what a beautiful final story that is unbelievably heartwarming, man. A 70-year-old friendship that started writing letters that, could you believe, took six weeks sometimes to go that far? You know what I'm saying? We don't know how good we have it nowadays, man, but it's the simple things in life that tend to have the largest impact on all of us, as you can see from that last story. But I hope you enjoyed this week's story selection as much as I did, but the fun isn't quite over yet. I'd like to share with you this week's quote of the day, which is, my mother always used to say, the older you get, the better you get, unless you're a banana. And that was said by Miss Betty White, who turns 99 today. So happy birthday to the golden girl herself, Miss Betty White, who I believe we could probably get another 99 years out of, or at least, I hope, as well as a lot of other people. But stick around, because the show isn't quite over yet. The final thought is coming at you live in three, two, one, let's get it. It's not the complexity of life that brings us the most joy, it's those little irreplaceable special moments we share with one another that truly mean everything. As time presses forward and life becomes busier, it's important to take some time every now and again to reflect on all the beautiful moments, memories, times, and relationships you have had in this life. Don't let yourself get down when there are so many things to help keep you up. You've got this. Alright ladies and gentlemen, so there you have it, another beautiful Sanye Instagram inspirations and the first one to kick off our fourth year baby that's right I gotta say it again because Friday night once again if you didn't already know was the three-year anniversary here on the Matty Mo Show daily podcast man which means as of Friday was 1095 days straight but as of today 1097 and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon so thank you so much to everybody for stopping by and rocking out with me as always and make sure you check back in with me tomorrow night where I always have the heat to kick off your week on a beautiful little Monier and Martin Luther King Day, baby. But as for right now, this is Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, saying one life, one love, I'm out.